This is how dedicated I am to this podcast. Mm-hmm. This is my nap time. I know, yet, right? I should be taking a nap right now, but here I am. Seriously, I went to let the dogs in from being outside in the backyard. And they even, like, you know how dogs can sense things? Like, they know that this is our nap time. And I let them in, and they immediately ran to our bedroom. Yeah. It broke my heart to have to disappoint them. I know. I was like, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Mommy's got to go downstairs. I know. But here we are. We're here. We had a nice lunch meeting, and then we we drove home. And uh, you made fun of the jerk jeeps. I like that you're a jeep jerks. Jeep jerks. That's what you call it. I like that your first instinct to to, for some to for something to call someone who genuinely just wants to share camaraderie with someone else is jerk. It's it's like a freaking coven. Who hurt you? Jeep owners. Did a jeep owner hurt you at some point in your life? Only you. So what you're talking about is the strange phenomenon of everyone who drives a Jeep. It's so... Wrangler-type Jeep. It's so weird. Because like a Jeep... Whatever the other Jeeps are. Jeep Cherokee. Like a Jeep Cherokee. They're not included. No. They are not part of our secret society. Right. And you have to wave at another Jeep if you pass them. It's like the Jeep Illuminati. It's weird. It's the closest I've ever felt to being part of a family. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks. That makes me feel real good. But uh but yeah, it's a weird thing. Uh since I've had this Jeep noticing everyone who wants to wave at me. And I feel bad if I forget to wave back. Do you know what all of us Durango Divas do? We Is f- that what you call? Yeah. Durango Divas? Yeah, Durango Divas. Do you have Divas? road rage and flip each other we off? Do. Yeah, we do. We do. That's exactly that's what not, we do. That's not uh that's not healthy. And we laugh at all the jerk jeeps. Mm, okay. Jeep jerps. <laughs> you can't even say it. You can't even say it. Jeep jerks. Well, I'm sorry that you laugh at us. I don't laugh at anyone. I like to be welcoming of everyone. <laughs> Says Cullen Bun. never. I just said it just then. It's because you had two beers at lunch. That's not. It has nothing to do with the beers. It's just that I want to be more welcoming and friendly to people. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Where is my husband? (laughs) What have you done with him? I want him back. Well, everyone, here we are, recording live from a phone booth on the corner of Heartbreak and Broken Promises. (laughs) The Bungalow has come back once again. Episode eight. eight, Big eight. Um, So, uh, I am Cullen Bunn, and with me, as always, is... Cindy Bun. It's the most excited you ever get is when you're naming yourself. I know, right? Oh, when you're saying your name on. Me, 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 <laughs> yes, me. You're very self-absorbed. Um, I am not. <laughs> but we have big news today because we have winners later. Not yes. now. You have to listen to see if you won. Now they're just going to fast forward through. Like they're going to skip all the bullshit just to get. No, they're not. They're not going to skip it. Yes, they are. They're going to skip it. They're going to be like, oh, I don't want to listen to this crap. I just want a t-shirt to sleep in. That's all. So, you know, we'll give them some free sleepwear and call it a day. But I'm going to ramble on like I always do in the, in the between. 
All right. So before we get to our contest winners. Yes. What? What's going on in our what lives? What is up, Cullen Bun? Everyone what is wants up? to know what's going on with us. Let's see. We've so, had a busy couple of weeks. Yes, we have. We uh, we went to St. Louis, well, St. Charles, Missouri, and we saw Patton Oswalt perform. We did. Which he was hilarious. Yeah, he's it's a, he's a great comedian. If you haven't seen him, uh, in you know one of his performances, you should. He also has them on. You know, you can get audio of them and yeah. Uh, different performances. Yeah. This one I don't think is on audio. This this set no. or whatever. But uh, it was really good. It was an awesome show. And then we got to go backstage and meet him. We uh, we we met with Patton after the show. After he, I mean, he was tired. I think he may have come yeah. down with some Missouri allergies, uh, as we all do here. Yeah. But uh, uh, he was tired. But he was gracious enough to. To meet with us for a little while after yeah, the show, and we sat down to talk to him. 20, 30 minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's funny because a lot, I've heard some people say, was he a real, is he really into all this stuff? Is he really into, you know, comics and, huh. and TV and books and everything? And I can promise you that <laughs> this guy is in, in it for real. I mean, it's not just part of his act. I mean, because. Had it not been the first time I was meeting him, I would have quickly chimed in with what I like to I like to rib you with all the time when you're having one of your conversations. I would have quickly jumped in and said, "This may be the nerdiest conversation I've ever witnessed." Well, because it was pretty nerdy. Well, he's absolutely, and I mean, we talked about we got we had some deep dives on talking about Fritz Lieber's uh, Fafford and Gray Mouser. And Elric of Melnabone. So we were really talking about some stuff that doesn't just come up in casual conversation. It, it, it goes a lot deeper than Star Wars and 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 the like. And I but, just sat there and smiled politely. Because I had no clue what the hell you guys were talking well, about. Well, there you go. So n- now you know a little bit more about Fafford and the Grey Mouser. Grey Mouser sounds like a cat toy. Mm, well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> One day it is. But that was fun. That was an awesome yeah. little weekend trip. What else? Um, what else have we done? We um, we met with CM Punk. CM Punk came to town. Oh yeah, CM Punk was in Springfield. Cindy's never met him before. CM Punk, who I wrote uh, the Drax the Destroyer series with uh, a couple of years back. He's become good friends with the me. Hot blue dude. He's not. Drax isn't blue. He's green. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's hot. Anyway, uh, um, so, okay, that's not anything I'd ever use to describe Drax, but okay. Uh, when Dave Bautista plays him, it is. Okay, I'm Just glad. Saying. I'm glad you like He's it. no Jason Momoa, but he'll do. Okay. Well, anyway, he came into town. He was on the Mystery Hour. We got to... Just by happenstance, we actually were at yeah. his hotel the the night before his show, we so we got to hang out with him for a little bit. Partying in the lobby at his hotel. Yeah, so we got to hang out with him for a little bit and say hello. Um, he was nice. I was. It was really cool to meet him. I was. I was bummed that we were all so sick with allergies. Well, yeah, everybody's sick with allergies. The next all day yeah. that we couldn't meet up with him again, but curses, Missouri with allergies. Yep. Uh, Speaking of Dave Batista and Drax, mm-hmm. we saw Endgame, which I think the we I think it's been long enough that it 
if we want to spoil a little bit of Endgame, we can spoil in. We can talk about. It. I have no interest in spoiling it, but we can talk about it. Right. If you haven't seen it, you can skip ahead like a minute or two. Or and, yeah, whatever. And maybe we won't be talking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went and saw Endgame. What did you think of it? I loved it. It was. It was. Let, let me okay. Let me backtrack a little bit. People close to me know that I have. Adult Attention Deficit Disorder. You? Shut up. Um, So it's hard for things to keep my attention. Like, even when I'm at home and I'm watching TV, I have to be doing something else. I can't just sit and watch a TV program. Maybe that's not that uncommon. I don't know. But it's me. Um, So when I go to the movies, it's almost kind of like torture for me. Because I can't play on my phone. I can't play on my iPad. I just have to sit there and watch the movie. Because that's what you do in a movie theater. Right. So it's hard for me most of the time. And that movie kept my attention the entire time. And uh, it was, what, three? What, it was three hours at least. Yeah, I don't three know. hours. Yeah. Like, I remember going to see the Titan- going to see Titanic. Which was like three and a half hours. And... I mean, it was a good movie, but I was like... Halfway through, I was like... I still have another half... Another hour and a half of this thing. So... But with this one, I was like... I mean, it went by so fast. Yeah. No. I I liked it as well. It is not my favorite movie of the Marvel... The Marvel movies. Uh, What is your favorite? Uh, I think uh, Infinity War is is probably my favorite. It's either Infinity War or Captain America Winter Soldier. One of those two is my favorite. But I like this one a great deal, and I thought it was a great wrap-up to you know what they've done over ten years. Um, so I, I was a I was a big fan of it. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Did you cry? No, no, I didn't cry. Um, there were a couple of things that kind of maybe choked me up a little bit, the couple of scenes, but but I didn't cry. Um, you know I cried. Yeah. I mean, I was still crying. As we were driving home from the movie, I was still crying. Yeah, you were bawling. <laughs> um, I, I'll admit, you know, they mention as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool, which, I, you know, I pitched that title to Marvel in 2015. As a book, so before, before, because that kind of became popular after, uh, after Thor Ragnarok, people started using, saying, oh, as Guardians of the Galaxy, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah. So, but, yeah, so they mentioned as Guardians of the Galaxy, which I liked whether they were thinking of the comic or not, and there was a scene in it that you'll never convince me was not sort of a nod to Fearless Defenders, which was the book I did for Marvel years ago, um, but as I was leaving the theater, I checked my bank account and didn't notice any increase in money. So, that was disappointing. <laughs> but no, I uh, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. Uh, um, we'll be setting up a GoFundMe page for... For what? For lack of no, we will not reimbursement. Be, no, we will not be setting up a GoFundMe page. For the Marvel page. disc. No. That, well, I don't know if it was a disc. Was I'm just disc. kidding. Um, but yeah... Uh, Yes, you are. Um, but <laughs> I no, really am. I like the movie. Um, what else? 
Squish had a birthday. Yes, Squish turned 11. That was yesterday, so... <sighs> God, I can't believe I have an 11-year-old. I know, it's hard to believe. And next, and he gets out of school this year, so he's 5th grade right now, so next year he'll be a 6th grader. Everything's changing. Everything's changing. This is about where I've always assumed I was just going to check out of any family unit, so... Oh, I don't know. It? Just keep keep that in mind. <laughs> so if I wake up tomorrow and, and I've already packed and my the stuff, bed's empty, I'll know. Up. I'm walking down the street with a bindle over my shoulder and, and a you're whistle. Gonna be, you're gonna be walking with a bindle up your ass. <laughs> All right, very good. I guess I'll stick so, around then. That doesn't sound fun. And I got very exciting news that the next season of Stranger Things is coming out on my birthday. That's right. July 4th, Stranger Things Season so, 3. So, we do not need a party on that day. I'm probably <laughs> not even going to watch fireworks that day because we're going to binge Stranger Things. Well, it would be awesome not to watch fireworks because it's always a pain. Why is it always a it's pain? It's always a pain. You have to go somewhere. And we watch them from our backyard. What I are know, you talking bugs about? Bugs bite you. It's hot. Isn't that what True Green sprays our lawn for so we don't have bugs and mosquitoes? I guess. I don't know. It still feels like they always bite you. Light up a tiki torch, bitch. Like a candle. Right. Um, okay. So, well, no, yeah. That's, and, then, uh, and then this week, I don't know if there's any of our listeners who like... Uh, Survivor, as much as I do, I cherish their entire collection. Not the music, not the oh, band, not oh. the band. But uh, <laughs> the TV show Survivor wrapped up its latest season this week. It was a great season, one of my favorite seasons in the past couple of years. If you haven't, I mean, if you don't watch Survivor, the next thirty seconds are gonna be boring to you. But I thought it was really good. It was an awesome season. I thought Rick Devins, who was oh competing my God. in the show. Absolutely is one of the, my favorite players in He's several years. probably one of the best players I've seen in a long time. Um, it's a shame that he did not take home the, the million dollars, but... But uh, then, but the guy who did, Chris... He played a good game. He played, I mean, he came back from yeah. the edge of extinction. He played a good game, and he, and he did the only thing he could in order to win that game. Right. So, uh, to ensure his victory. So, it was a, it was a good, good season... Um, as always, I think they said they're 37 seasons in now, so this has wow. been going on for maybe 38. I don't know. A lot of seasons. So, uh, uh, there you go. I haven't watched every season of Survivor. I stopped for a while, but then I started again. I really, I just really love that show. It's, it's the best. I haven't heard anything about Big Brother. Have you heard anything about Big Brother? It's got to be coming back soon, because usually they kind of swap out Survivor and Big Brother. Yeah, I guess. But there weren't any commercials for it or anything during Survivor. Yeah, so who oh knows? They may be done with Big Brother. No, it might be. Might be over. No. And then at lunch today, you just you told me that you just heard some news about. Oh, don't even get me started. Our favorite caped crusader. Why don't you talk about it? So, I told you to save it to talk about it on the yeah. show. So, apparently, Rob Pattinson is up for the part of Batman. I think he's been officially cast as Batman. It's official. Great, great. So, the pensive, glittery vampire is going to play Batman. Ridiculous. First of all, I'm pretty sure you watched all those Twilight movies. Yeah, and I cringed. And you bought every one of them on DVD. No, I didn't. Or Blu-ray. No, I didn't. How many of them did you get? I have all but the last one. 
I have part one of Breaking Dawn. I did not purchase part two of Breaking Dawn. How do you know what happened? Did Dawn ever break? Yeah. And it had a kid named Renesme. Renesme. Interesting. It was the worst. Well, anyway, so you've now discovered that Rob... Is it Pattinson or Patterson? Pattinson. Pattinson. Rob Pattinson has been cast officially as Batman, and you seem upset about this. Well, here's the thing. I honestly don't give a damn about Batman. Like, I've seen the Batman movies. Like, I loved Michael Keaton as Batman. I didn't even mind Val Kilmer as Batman. I didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman, and I hated Christian Bale as Batman. So I'm kind of a Batman bitch. Like, I have no... I have no real vested interest in the Batman franchise, but of course I have to put my two cents in. Do you know how old I am? How old are you, Cullen? I am. I don't care who plays Batman years old. I don't care. I do think, I think it was Kurt Busiek who said on Twitter, uh, oh no, they have cast a good-looking, brooding (laughs) 30-year-old. As Batman, how dare they? Because, of course, people are up up in arms. I remember when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman. And this was before social media, obviously. Long, long oh, before. Oh, yeah. And peop- I remember the, the repercussions of how awful, what a terrible decision it was to cast Michael well, Keaton as Batman. But can you imagine if there had been Twitter and Facebook? It would be an uproar that Michael Keaton was cast as Batman. Okay. And there would be petitions, online petitions, to recast Batman because people think they need to have a say in everything. Okay. Well, I'm about to have my say. All right. Okay. So, think about this. You've seen at least parts of some of the Twilight movies. Sure. You've seen Rob Pattinson as the brooding Edward Cullen. Sure. Can you imagine that as Batman? Yeah, but you got to keep in mind, he's now, what, 15 years older than that? 10 years older? And he's been in movies with a, with a you know, he was in David Cronenberg's Cosmopolis, and he was definitely super brooding in that, and he carried that whole movie because it was just him. So I don't know. He might be a great Batman. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm sure that Rob Pattinson is very excited because the whole time he played that vampire, he never turned into a bat. And now he can be a bat. The bat he was born to be. That reminds me of last of the episode of what we do in the shadows. It does. That's what I was thinking of. Is I think it would been Edward Cullen would have been much cooler if he'd go bat and turn into a bat (laughs) and go running around. Oh my god, I love that show so much. We can have a whole episode of what we do in the shadows. Maybe we'll do that next time because we talked about a bunch of different. Well, uh, we could, but. You know. Oh, now you're trying to be a psychic vampire. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what else? What's next on our list of topics? We not we have got to get real sound effects. Colin's comic corner. We have really we have really got to This is the crowd's cheering. Yay! We have really got to get Ronnie the Bear to hook us up with some music and sound effects. Do you hear me, Ronnie? Because I can't take this much longer. <laughs> all right, so what... Oh, so Cullen's Comics Corner. What's going on in the world of comics? First of all, I have very bittersweet news. If you follow me on social media at all, you know this. My favorite comic book store 
Uh, I don't think we talked about this last time. My favorite comic book store, the Comic Book Cave. Uh, our local shop is going out of business because it is a brutal, brutal world out there in the world of comic books. And uh, Josh, who ran, who ran the shop, gave it his very best shot to make it work. But it just... Uh, comic books is a hard business on every front. So... Um, it makes me sad. Josh is Josh is such a genuinely good guy. I mean, he would do anything for anyone. Well, maybe not anything, but you get my drift. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, so it pains me, literally, to see him going through this. I hate this. Yep. It's no cool. It's, it's no bueno. Um, so, I don't know what I'm going to do to buy comics locally because I don't really have any interest in any other local shops. So, um, support your local shops, folks. If you have a local comic book store and you're a comic book reader, or you have a comic book reader in your life, please support your local comic book stores. Um, they're, you know, they're more important than you think, and you will, I think people will very much miss Josh's store when it's gone. They won't, they don't, they don't yet realize how good they've had it with a real comic shop. Um, and, uh, I think people are really going to miss it. So, you know, support your local shops if you have one. Yeah. Um, other comic book news. Uh, I talked about it last time, but I'll just do a quick reminder. I have uh, three books coming out in uh, July. I have Manor Black from Dark Horse, which is sort of a gothic soap opera comic that you should definitely check out. I have Unearth uh, from Image. Uh and I have Knights Temporal from Aftershock. Like I said, I talked about them last time, but uh, you know you can still pre-order them. Make sure that you you don't miss out on them. Those three books are all coming out in July. And then the other uh, new thing that's been announced since then is uh, uh, Aftershock has agreed to relaunch uh, my series Dark Arc. We had wrapped that series up with issue fifteen. Was the end of the first arc of. Uh, of Dark Ark, and now we're going to be doing a new series called Dark Ark After the Flood uh, that will start in, I believe, October, the first issue drops, um, but uh, um, don't hold me to that, but they but, but just announced that new series, Dark Ark, if you're not familiar with it, we all know the story of Noah's Ark and how Noah, you know, took the animals and sailed the, the flood waters until the flood receded and so that he could repopulate the new world. But what we didn't know is that at the same time Noah's um, Noah was sailing, there was a second arc full of all the monsters in the world, and uh, and this comic follows that, that story. So uh, there are three trades of Dark Ark, the first series, and then the new series will be starting in October, so please check it out. Okay. That's all my comic book news that's fit to talk about. Well, I have something comic book related to talk about. Oh, boy, is it how much you hate Batman and you wish uh, Robert, Pat Robert Pattinson... You know who would make a good Batman? Who would make a great one? Jason Momoa. He's already Aquaman. He can't be Aquaman and Batman. Why can't he? Also, he has a beard. It's under Batman. the mask. No, Batman's face is oh, always. Oh, you're right. It's not. It's, yeah. 
Oh, he he no, he shaved. Oh, did he? Well, remember because remember because Brian Johnson tweeted about me being on Suicide Watch. Oh yeah, because because Batman. Momoa shaved. Well, I I don't again. Maybe he'd be a tremendous Batman. Maybe the best Batman ever. Oh my gosh, could you imagine Batman with long hair? No, I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine Batman with long hair. But if that's what <laughs> they want to cast. I'm sure that I'll survive the trauma that having a Batman that's not exactly up to my perfect standards in my mind what Batman is. I'll bet you I survive, and I'll bet you there are things in the world that are more important than I should worry about. But that's my take on Batman. Anyway, what do you have? Well, I'm about to quiz you. What? What are you so going to quiz found, me on? I found a list All right. of Marvel's 10 most powerful celestials. Marvel's 10 Most Powerful Celestials. And you're going to quiz me if I know who they are? Yeah. That's a fun game. I like that. I probably... Not, first of all, before anyone gets... Before anyone has any uh, other ideas about things like this, there is no shame in not knowing anything about comic book characters or comic book movies or any fandom. If you are a fan of something and someone quizzes you about it, says, oh, well, let me see. If, you really, if you're really a Game of Thrones fan, you're going to know the answers to these questions. You tell that person to shove the, the, Iron, the Iron Throne right up their rear. Because you do not have to prove your fandom to anyone. That said, quizzes like this are fun. So let's do it. So. Let's see. All right. This is celest- 10 most powerful yes. celestials. Now, this is, is this all movie, comic books, or does it matter? I'm guessing it's comic books. All right. I got it from uh, CBR.com. So. Comic book resources. Yeah. So, I'm assuming comic books. Well, <laughs> comic book resources is a wonderful website of news, but I would not assume it's all comic books. It could very well be from the movies. Okay. But that's well, fine. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and hit me with it. So, just to, just to give you a clue, there there may be celestials that equal the power of these on this list, but these were the originals. These were the <laughs> I don't, okay. I'm already right. out, but okay. All right. So you want me to just tell you the no, list? No, I want you to. I want you to ask me. I don't know what you're going to ask me, but I'm going to see if I can know who they are. I just no. I just want you to tell me. Okay, this guy. Let me let me look at this. He's the youngest of his species, and as his, as a result, he was assigned to watch over Earth. That's Uatu, the Watcher. Nope. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no. Uatu the Watcher. Uatu. He watches over Earth. So does this guy, apparently. All right, well, give me some more feedback. Um, he's roughly, he's, his size is roughly the equivalent of Hulk, which is very, very small for a celestial. It might sound like he's not that powerful, but you should call, recall that he's a celestial, and any other being will, being will get destroyed by him. He's, he got his title, The Manipulator. By causing the four million year war between the Skrulls and the Kree. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Overlord. Who is it? G- Gamil? Gamil? Oh, sure. A character I could not possibly tell you who that is. I couldn't describe. He looks like a 
I've never. Oh, like these are trans- actually celestials. They're not just celestial power creatures. They're the robotic-looking celestial beings. I'm not gonna be able to name no, a one of not, these. No. Okay. All right. No. I didn't know most of the celestials had names, but okay. I didn't know him. All right. This one's pretty easy. I. I think he's super cute. Mm-hmm. He. I liked him. <laughs> I liked the actor. Actually, more when he was chubbier. Is that Star Lord? Yes. Is Star Lord a celestial in the comic books? That's what it says. All right. Well, there you go. He never got to unleash his full powers when they were activated in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Well, that's the movie. I don't think he was a. But it was a testament to how powerful he was that he brought ego to a stalemate. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. And this one, this is a girl. Okay. Her nature keeps changing from one story to another, but it is accepted as being associated with cosmic powers, which qualifies it as a celestial in many iterations. Okay. Uh, this one's power was such that she could wipe mutants and people alike from existence. Her telepathy and telekinetic abilities combined with... Well, that gives her name. Well, don't... Is this say a shadow dragon? Nope. <laughs> is it moon dragon? Nope. Who is it? Phoenix Force. This is dumb. These aren't celestials. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. All right. Phoenix... She's... Okay, the Phoenix Force. All right, that's great. Oh, okay. In the next one... Yeah. Who was the, who was the celestial the Phoenix Force lost to? Lost to... The Celestial was also known as the Fallen, a deranged being searching for his lover and not caring about any kind of destruction he left in his wake. Oh, that's Bob. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. is Grub? Yeah, I don't know who Grub is. All right, I like this one's name. All right, this Celestial oversaw the planet Viscardi for 12 billion years. <laughs> and only moved... <laughs> Only moved once the planet's inhabitants pleaded with him to allow them to explore the outside universe. In return, he punished the Viscardi race by creating a black vortex whose power was such that only the Viscardi's leader was left. Oh, that's... Is this... He's a more recent character, probably. He probably appeared in that black vortex comic, the X-Men black vortex. His name is... I do not know. Godhead. Of course, Godhead. I forgot all about old Godhead. So what you're basically telling me is this list sucks? I'm just telling... No, it doesn't suck. I'm sure those are all accurate uh, descriptions. Those are just characters that no one cares about. (laughs) Except Phoenix. And I wouldn't have... uh... Yeah. You know what? Who else? Give me one more. I'm going to scrap this. Star-Lord was a good one. But I don't, I don't think of him any, as a celestial. I don't know Let me see any the rest of, of the list. others. Go Let ahead. me see the rest of this list. Here's a blue and yellow dude, and his name is One Above All. That name, I wouldn't have gotten it, no matter what you asked me, but I've heard that name before. And Ego the Living Planet. Now, I would have gotten number one, Ego the Living Planet. I would have. And there's some above that, because I had scrolled oh, down. Oh, you scrolled down. Um, Tiamat, I would not have gotten. I've never heard of. 
Exitar the Executioner, and there's a picture. They all look exactly the same. They do, don't Esan, they? Esan the Searcher. I mean, those are very cool. See, the thing about the Celestials is they're very cool kind of giant characters, but they don't have a lot of personality, or there's really not much that's that interesting with them. So what you're saying is I should stay off comic book resources. No, no. To find just, stuff to... I, I just... Uh, I, if it had been the most powerful cosmic characters that weren't Celestials, I guess, maybe I would have been done better, but I don't know most of these. Uh, yeah, I'm not... Uh, or maybe I'm just not a real comic book fan. Maybe what? I should just be... Ex, you know, just be excommunicated. Because I don't know Celestials. There's only one Celestial that I love. It's our Lord and our Savior. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Alright, good game, Cindy. Good Whatever, game. yeah. GG, good game. Whatever. Alright, what's next on our list? Let's do some... Winners! Alright, winners! See... Winners thought we were going to the very end of the episode, and they just scrolled to the end. They don't know who they are. That's right. We're throwing them off. So, for this, what you've done is you've taken the names of all the people who entered the contest. Yes. And you've put them into a randomizer software, right? Yes. And we're going to randomize them right here. And it is called, just so you guys know that I'm legit, uh, it is a website called commentpicker.com. Boom. And you enter a list of all the names, and then... There's a button you push to start. And how many How many are We're we? We're going to do three. Three winners. Three winners. Three of you. We'll win at least a bungalow t-shirt. Yes. And maybe some other swag along with it. So when you hear your name, um, please reach mm-hmm. out yes. and send us a message with your t-shirt size and where you want it sent. Please send us your name, t-shirt, t-shirt size, and $35 shipping and handling. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Your social security number, we're going to need a... Just message us with your name. A credit card number with a zero balance on it, you know. All All right. Good stuff. All right, so I just, I put them all in ahead of time. I'm going to pick a name. Okay. It is... Where do they show up? Right there. Oh. So it's that one right there? Yep. Pop Culture and Halloween Events Company. Or Colorado, I or don't Colorado. know. Or Colorado, I'm not sure. It, but yeah, alright, so whoever's there that entered from pop culture and Halloween events, yeah. uh, we've got uh, we've got a t-shirt and, st- and swag set aside for you, so message us. It was, the Twitter handle was at C-O underscore Halloween. There you go. So that sounds like Colorado. Yeah. But I don't know. Alright, Mom says, pick another name. I'm picking another name. Okay. Maybe. Do you have to reset it? No. Think so. Oh, there there you go. go. Here we go. Donna Lee Lewis. Donna Lee Lewis, congratulations. All right. So, Donna, message us. Her Twitter handle is is at Donna underscore Van Toft. All right. So, yes, message us and we'll get you set up. And then you have one more, right? And now I have Nikki Nikki Foss, and she is at N I K J one nine seven seven. There you go. Those are our three winners. So message us 
and we'll get you set up. We'll send his t-shirts. Yep. And other junk. All right, there you go. That's good. Our kind first contest is complete. Yay! All right, so is it time now for Cindy's news? Yeah, of course it's time for Cindy's news. These are items that I have not discussed with you in any way, shape, or form, I don't think. And go for it. So here's my first story. Okay. Cinema in Switzerland. Now, you know, we're all getting into... Everybody likes, like, the Alamo Draft House theaters, you know, where you got the reclining seats and you get food. But and not drink. all the Alamos have that. I went to an Alamo in Texas. Yeah. And it was not oh, like our... Oh, was it? Really? Yeah, it was... I mean, I, like, built it up because the Alamo we have here in Springfield is one of the coolest Alamos I around. I love it. So I built it up to people who'd never been to the Alamo Draft House. Oh, no. And it was still a very cool theater, but I had built up uh, the seats and all that stuff, and it was nothing like that. Oh. So, but anyway, I get the, the sort of luxury yeah, like, where you choose your seat in advance. And yes. Yeah. Well, the cinema in Switzerland now has reclining beds. <laughs> yes. The VIP bedroom theater. It sounds like that's probably... And uh, they're hoping to entice fans that are into, like, home streaming, you know, like Netflix and Amazon Prime and that kind of stuff. And, People who are uh, having an affair and they want to hook up right, in the theater. Right, right. Yeah. See, that was my first thought. Like, that's where my head went. Like, I was like, ooh, that's gross. Yeah, People are going to be doing really gross things. I barely want to sit in a chair right. that someone else has right. sat in. Well, they're 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 claiming, they're assuring that they change the sheets after every single movie. Wow! But again, people are having sex. I don't know what they're doing. It's gonna seep through the I sheets. Just don't I just don't want to lay on a bed where other people are laying at a movie theater? That sounds right. very creepy to me. Right. Oh, I agree. I I agree. But yeah, so. For the, uh, I meant to look it up and I forgot to I forgot to do that because I'm a slacker. Yeah. But it costs forty nine francs. Yeah. And that includes free drink and food. Free food. Yeah. And Wait a, a bed. Minute. Wait and a, bed. a minute. So well, okay, I just don't think I I get what they're trying to do. It just sounds very strange to me. I don't. Well, I mean, maybe it'll catch on here too. But I'll I would. Ew. I would never. It sounds gross. I mean, yeah, it's it's not happening. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's weird. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I will not be watching Rob Pattinson Batman as a on a bed and. Ooh, can switching. you? Oh, I just had a really. Gross da, 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 just let's know. Ah. Yeah, that's gross. Speaking of beds and hotels, yes, and all that good stuff. Yeah, for all you Taco Bell lovers out there. Taco Bell is opening a hotel. What? In Palm Springs. What's it called? It's called The Bell. Okay. And tell me about this hotel. So, I'm, I, I'm okay. interested. Okay. It's not... It's only going to be for a limited time. Oh. They're basically taking over this hotel yeah. in Palm Springs. And starting in June, you can go to their website, TacoBell.com. And you can make reservations to stay at this hotel. And it's called The Bell. You have to be 18 or older. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's going to have, like, a gift shop. 
It's gonna where you can buy Taco Bell themed clothes, and it's gonna there's gonna be a salon featuring Taco Bell adjacent nail art, and there's gonna be a and you can get your hair Taco Bell hairstyle, which I have no idea what that would be, unless you're making your hair fire fire sauce red. I don't know. Um, I don't know. A Taco Bell hotel. But they are, they're going to have an exclusive menu. And here's the best Let part. Let me guess. Hold on. What's on it? Taco Bell? Ah! Um, but like the pools are going to have like floaties that look like uh, fire and hot sauce packets and all kinds of stuff. I guess, I mean, it's an interesting publicity stunt. That's fine. I think it Look, sounds funny. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bash Taco Bell because when I was super broke and when I am super broke again, Taco Bell will get me through it because I will can it? buy that. Well, I don't know. Are they raising I went, the prices? Well, I went there the other night. Uh, Jackson and I were coming home after running errands and he said, I just want tacos for dinner, mom. And I said, okay, we'll go to Taco Bell. And... We got five soft taco supremes and a nacho supreme. And it was like almost 20 bucks. Mm. I don't know. I used to, when I was in college, I ate a lot of Taco Bell because it was cheap. Well, it ain't but, anymore. Well, there you go. I am still still won't bash them. I still like Taco Bell for what it is. But, yeah, so there's that. Nice. Yeah. So, well, make a reservation. There's our new. That's right. Starting in June, starting in June, you can make your reservations. All right. What else have we got? Um. Well, so you know me, I love thrift shops and con- and consignment shops. And mm-hmm. I'm a lover of the good deal, and I'm very picky about what I will buy at thrift shops. Right. I mean, it has to look almost new or have the tags on it. I mean, I'm not going to buy something that looks worn even in the slightest. Right. And I won't, like... I mean, a lot of my house... The decorations in our house came from thrift shops. What? Oh, yeah. I love them. Um, so, anyway, these three women from Georgia are in spending time in Charleston, South Carolina. And they go into this consignment shop. And they are looking around. And they find this unopen Lego set. Okay. Like now you're I, I think you're gonna think the same thing I thought. But so these women find this Lego set in the toy section, still shrink wrapped. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um now my first thought was because you and I have bought many Lego sets for our son. They don't shrink wrap Lego sets. Um I've never seen a box shrink wrapped. They're always sealed, obviously, but they're not shrink-wrapped. Yeah, you don't often see them shrink-wrapped. Yeah. Well, this box was shrink-wrapped, okay? okay? so it's a special so, shrink-wrapped edition. So they're, you know, so they're like, wow, this has never been opened. It's still in the factory ceiling. Um, and they bought it. And they got home from their trip and took it to the kid it was bought for. And the kid opens the box, goes to pour out the contents, and there's no Legos in there. But there's over three pounds of meth in there. Meth? Meth. $40,000 worth of meth. 
had been hidden in this Lego box. And well, those ladies got a bargain. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, and I never knew this, but I'm reading this article, and apparently that's something that drug dealers do. They ship them in they, toy boxes? Well, what they do is they will ship things because they tra- they trace down where this Lego box came from. And they think where it came from was things are shipped to post offices, right? Or to or to homes. If the homes are known to be vacant or empty, the 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 postal workers do not deliver boxes to those places. They will bring them back to the post office for safekeeping. Okay. And then after a while, if they're not claimed, a lot of times they will get donated to or go to consignment. What? The post office workers don't get first choice of that mess? I don't know. You would have thought somebody was snatched up an unopened box of Legos. But whatever. Um, What's the point of working at the post office if you don't get the first pick of the lost and found? I don't know. Anyway. Ask my cousin Tyrone. He's a he's a postal worker. I don't know. Alright. Um But anyway, so of course they're shocked, they're stunned. The kid's upset because there's no Legos. Um, Only thing to do at that point, kid, you're so disappointed. Do some meth to cheer up. Right? That's what I'm thinking. That's a terrible thing. I That'll take your mind off the That's a terrible thing. I absence of Legos. Um But anyway, yeah, so they didn't know they can you imagine, though, seriously, like, if these women had been speeding and had gotten, like, pulled over on the highway. Yeah, that's their myth. And let's just say, yeah, and let's just say, you know, the cop does a random, you know, has the canine do the, right. you know, the search. And the canine alerts to narcotics. And, and these poor women, are they're going to jail. Yeah. They're transporting across state lines. Wow. That's some messed up crap right there. It's crazy. I uh, that's. But uh. Yeah, you're right though. If it's shrink wrap. So next time, next time you're at uh, the Goodwill, folks, and you see a shrink wrapped box, box of, Legos, of Lego, either you, avoid it or you are now in the drug business. And sell the shit out of it. No, we're not going to encourage people to break the law and sell drugs. I'm just saying. People know I'm stupid. And I'm full of shit. Well, I'm just telling you. Right, here's I my disclaimer. Don't sell drugs, kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> or do them. Don't do or sell drugs. Or look at them. That's from that coming straight from your Auntie Cindy. Or give them to the people as gifts. Don't do that either. <laughs> yeah. Or. Anyway. What else have we the got? The DEA got involved. Oh, they did they track who it was? They find out who did it? They did not find out who did it, but they, they're they pretty sure that's what happened, is it was a box that had been left at, or was mailed to a vacant home. And had, <laughs> that's so weird. But, uh, but no charges have been filed, so the ladies got off unscathed. They got out of it unscathed. Except they probably had to go buy a Lego for that kid at full price. They probably did. All right. Here is my, I don't know, it's not my favorite, but it's, it's, I think it's funny. So this Danish politician, right? Yes. Is trying to win, you know, win votes. What did he do? (laughs) He took an ad out on Pornhub. (laughs) 
His name was Joaquin Olson. Oh, yeah, I've seen his ads. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, so tell me, um, so what is it? I, what, what, I got to hear about this guy because it's pretty smart. So, yeah, Joaquin Olson, and he's apparently a, an Olympic shot put silver medalist, and he's running to be a member of Denmark's parliament. He placed campaign ads on Pornhub bearing the political party's logo and encouraging people to vote for him. Well, did he get... Did I, let me guess. Somebody didn't like that he did that? Um, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's... I mean... I don't... You know what? I think it's funny. I think it's awesome. I think it's hilarious. I'm sure that... I'm sure that uh, he probably did some research into internet activities or whatever in his area and found out that he's got a very high percentage of users there and why not capitalize on that market share? Why not? Well, there you go. So, the election's June 5th, so I'll keep you posted on whether he wins or not. Well, good luck to him. Good luck to all the candidates. Yeah. (laughs) I want you to now keep up with other... If other candidates put their ads on Pornhub as well. I hope his election box gets filled. That's very good. I was going That's a good one. I was going to say <laughs> I hope this doesn't turn into a smear campaign. Oh, <laughs> All right. What else have we got? That's it. That's it. That's that was a great episode of The Bungalow. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Yes, all we'll be, five of you. Yes, we'll be back next time to tell you more about our nonsense. That's right. And uh, do you have a sign off? Or are we are we done with the sign off business? I've kind of run out, man. I've been I've been grasping at straws the last few times we've recorded. So I've decided to adopt. I know that a lot of your fans refer to themselves as bunheads. Uh huh. So I'm just gonna kind of envelope the people that listen to the podcast. Uh huh. They're bunheads now too, if they would like to be. Okay, so they're bunheads. Bunheads. So, so what are you saying to them? Bye-bye, bunheads. There you go.